Episode 39 Introducing Abraham Genesis 11 verses 26 to 32 These verses, like others we've looked over, are the only such records on the face of the earth for this period of time, and yet, curiously, they are included in the most printed document in human history, the Holy Bible. From the beginning, Jesus was, and he will always be. Even before the great man of faith, Abraham existed, Jesus Christ is. Verse 26. After Terah was 70 years old, his sons Abram, Nahor, and Haran were born. Terah was born in the year 1879, Anno Mundi. Abram is listed first in this verse, but he is not the oldest son. We know this because the eldest, Haran, died back in their hometown of Ur. Abram is actually the second son of Terah. And once again, we see God's guiding hand in the process of divine election. We saw it when Adam's oldest son, Cain, was replaced by Seth. And we saw it when Noah's oldest son, Japheth, was replaced by Shem. The pattern continues with Abram replacing Haran, and it will continue all the way through the Bible, leading us to a greater knowledge of the person of Jesus Christ. Verse 26 ends the generations of Shem and leads us into a new section of the biblical account. Verse 27. This is the family history of Terah. Terah was the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran. Haran was the father of Lot. Abram's older brother, Haran, was 60 years older than he was, and so it's likely that Lot was older than him as well. In fact, Studies of the way these two guys interact have some scholars convinced this is the case. Verse 28. Haran died while his father, Terah, was still alive. This happened in Ur, in Babylonia, where he was born. Haran was the oldest son of Terah, and here we hear that Haran died in Ur before the family left. Before we go on, we can look back on some great parallels between the line of Adam to Noah before the flood and the line of Noah to Abram after the flood. Noah rose above the waters of the flood and Adam was created out of the land which was brought out of the waters of creation. Adam ate of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil which caused a curse on his seed just as Noah was drunk by the fruit of the vine which ended in a curse on his seed. Cain was a builder and the first to organize a culture on earth before the flood, and he did it in the land east of Eden, which was around where Iraq is today. This culture was separated from God and led to overall wickedness in the world. Nimrod was a builder and the first to organize a culture on the earth after the flood, and he did it in the land which is around where Iraq is today. This culture was separated from God and led to overall wickedness in the world. Noah was the tenth man from Adam and was saved from the world of physical death by flooding waters. Abraham was the tenth from Shem 
and was saved from the world of spiritual death in flame. The meaning of Ur, where he came from, is light or flame. The Bible says there will be two destructions of the world, one by flood and one by fire. The world into which Adam was created was given the great lights of the sky for signs and for seasons. The world into which Noah arrived was given the rainbow as a sign of the covenant. In Genesis 5, before the flood, the ten generations of Adam are given from Adam to Noah. This genealogy ends with the listing of Noah's three sons, all of whom would have an important aspect on the rest of the Bible story. In Genesis 11, after the flood, the ten generations of the sons of Noah are given, from Shem to Abram. This genealogy ends with the listing of Terah's three sons, all of whom would have an important impact on the rest of the Bible story. These parallels aren't at all obvious. They're put here to show us that there is a divine hand behind the writing of these accounts, and that he is in control of all things. Verse 29. Abram and Nahor both married. Abram's wife was named Sarai. Nahor's wife was named Milcah. She was the daughter of Haran. Haran was the father of Milcah and Iscah. Abram married his half-sister Sarai. Iskar means on who looks forth. She is most probably Lot's wife. In the story of Lot and the destruction of Sodom, the destroying angels told him, Escape for your life. Do not look behind you nor stay anywhere in the plain. Escape to the mountains lest you be destroyed. But his wife looked back behind him and she became a pillar of salt. Iskar, or Jessica in English, means one who looks forth. Instead of living out her name, she tragically disobeyed and looked back instead, thus revealing the doctrine of human responsibility. Verse 30. Sarai was not able to have children, and just like the introduction of people's names, Verses like this will always lead to something interesting later in the Bible. She is the first person mentioned who is barren, but there will be many more in the pages of the Bible. Verse 31. Terah took his son Abram, his grandson Lot, Haran's son, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, Abram's wife. They moved out of Ur of Babylonia. They had planned to go to the land of Canaan, but when they reached the city of Haran, they settled there. It seems they established a foothold in the land and called it Haran after their dead son and brother. Off goes the family, escaping the flame of Ur and heading for spiritual renewal in the land that God will lead them to. On the way to Canaan, they stopped. They stop in a place called Haran. Verse 32. Terah lived to be 205 years old, then he died in Haran. Terah was born in the year 1879, and he had his son Abram in the year 2009, Anomundi. Terah died, and Abram was called to move to the land of Canaan, 
in the year 2084 AM. Terah was 205 years old at his death, and he is the last person to live over 200 years of age. Abram was the second son of Terah. Genesis 12 verse 4 says that Abram left Haran to go to the promised land when he was 75 years old. His father, Terah, would have been 130 when he had Abram in the year 2009. But Terah was 70 when he had his first child. That means that Haran, the oldest son, was 60 years older than him. In Stephen's speech in Acts chapter 7, it says this, Then he came out of the land of the Chaldeans and dwelt in Haran, and from there, when his father was dead, he moved him to this land in which you now dwell. Only when Terah died did God call Abraham to move. God has been in control of all of these lives, even down to the smallest details. So let us feel better about any things that are getting us down right now. When you trust in Jesus as your Saviour, you can say with surety that God loves you. Hallelujah and Amen.